years ago, two awkwardly shaped boys became best friends. <laughs> that friendship grew over time. Then the two awkwardly shaped boys became men and got their own radio show. <laughs> what you're listening to right now is two best friends. It's Mikey and Bob. We've never seen each other naked. Not that we don't want to. It, it just hasn't happened yet. Welcome. The 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Okay. Oh yeah. Man, look at you, All Bob. Right. Look at you. Here we are. Uh you you beat me into the station this morning. How's that possible? I'm always here like way before you get here. I uh I pulled up to the uh studio today and I saw your uh your ride down south. I'm like, what the hell's Bob doing here already? I thought something was wrong. Everything's okay though? You're good or yeah, what happened? I, just, I, ha- I had a natural wake up. I felt good and just came. What time was this natural wake up at? Uh like Good God, man. Two forty five? Oh my god. Go to bed. Go back to bed. It felt good. It no, felt go right. back go back to bed, man. I got up and took a shower. Oh, you washed? Yeah, it felt good. Well, you're a morning scrubber. I am. I am. Good for you. Yeah, I don't I don't do that. I can't. I just want to wake up and I want as much possible sleep. And I don't need a shower to wake me up. I just need that coffee, you know? Coffee is my shower. Smelling like that coffee. That's all you need. Uh yeah, good for you though. So you're feeling nice? Had a natural wake up? Yeah. How many yeah. hours of sleep did you get? Like two? <laughs> no. I mean we we packed it up pretty early yesterday. Probably four in. Good for you, man. Wow, refreshed. I'm excited about this show, man. Yeah, I feel good. (laughs) You might pay attention to the whole show today. I don't know about that. I can't make promises like that. Okay, I I thought like, okay, Bob really sounds refreshed. He's washed. He's showered. He had a nice sleep and a natural wake up before his alarm. Got motivated to come in here early. Beat me into the station. Think, man, Bob is going to be on point on the show today. Paying attention and... No. I wouldn't go that far. All right. That's above and beyond. All right. <laughs> Can't do that. All right. Pay attention uh, here and there, though, right? Okay. Give me like 80%. I'll do my best. All right. Uh, you deserve your burger song this morning, okay. though, for coming right. in earlier. Hamburger, 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 hamburger. A reward? Humber, a burger reward? Humber, you deserve this. Cheeseburger, cheeseburger, It's cheeseburger, like I'm cheeseburger, giving you a treat. Big Mac, Big Mac, burger Big treat? Mac, Big Letting Mac, you, Whopper, letting you Whopper, hear your Whopper, burger, Whopper, burger Whopper, song. Hamburger, cheeseburger, Big Who's Mac, Whopper. Who's my special boy who came Big to work early this morning? All rested and ready to go. Big Mac, Whopper, Big Mac, Whopper. Hamburger, cheeseburger, Big Mac, Whopper. Hamburger, cheeseburger, Big Mac. Big Mac Whopper, hamburger, cheeseburger, Big Mac Whopper, Big Mac Whopper, Big Mac, hamburger, cheeseburger, Big Mac Whopper, so good, Big Mac Whopper, hamburger, cheeseburger, Big Mac Whopper. It is. There's something really magical about that burger song, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Uh, so makes me happy. Matt here with the first tweet of the show. Uh, you guys should. Triple Renegade today and play the burger song. Whoa, All right, listen, wow. the burger song has been taken care of. But listen, last week we started Friday's show with a double Renegade. And what happened? They tied the Browns. So I don't know if we need a damn triple. Like a triple Renegade to me is a loss. Triple down. We don't, we don't know the powers of Renegade yet this season as far as how we cover it on our show. So I don't know. If we did double renegade last week and they tied the Browns, I don't know if we need it. I don't know if we need a, a Maybe that, triple renegade or any renegade at all. That tie might have been on 
on Renegade. Oh, God, Renegade. To be young and in love in New York City. When's that uh, hurricane making its way up here? You see some just videos of that? Hurricane Florence down there in North Carolina. I think there's like 300,000 people without power already in the... the you know, the hurricane, I think it's calmed down. It's, uh, you it's, know. it's gone down to a Category 1, but the, I mean, it's still 90-mile-per-hour winds. Yeah, but it ju- it's just sitting right, you know, over North Carolina yeah, right they, now, just dumping I torrential they, downpours. This morning they said, like, it's actually worst-case scenario because the storm has slowed so badly that it's basically just sitting over North Carolina and well, not moving. I remember, you know, years <laughs> and years ago when that Hurricane Ivan, remember when yeah, that, yeah. like, the remnants of that made its way up here? And that caused so much damage and so much flooding, not because it was a super strong storm, because it sat over us for, like, three days, mm-hmm. and it was just a torrential downpour. So I, I think Florence is supposed to make its way up here, like, Monday. Is that what it is? Yeah, like we'll all, day, rain. all day Monday. Uh, obviously, it's not going to be a hurricane or even a tropical storm no, or anything no, at that uh-huh. point. It'll just be like, oh, here's uh, here comes the Florence rain. The flow, the flow rain. Uh, William tweets, sir. Uh, Mikey and Bob, I'm right there with you guys, uh, getting as much sleep as possible. I even have uh, several extra steps to my morning routine because I have a prosthetic leg and I still have it cut down to about 20 minutes out the door from my pillow. I mean, that's impressive. If you got to deal with a prosthetic leg and you can still go from pillow to out the door in 20 minutes, that's impressive. Like a NASCAR pit crew. Seriously, hey, for people like me and William, now I don't have a leg to put on like William does, so uh, salute to him, but I'm telling you, if you are a morning, if you are a night shower to save yourself time in the morning, it is Fully like a NASCAR pit crew when you wake up. When I wake up, I get dressed. I make my coffee as I brush my teeth. So I got that going. Go to the bathroom if I need to. And then grab like a quick, I don't know, breakfast bar or something like that. And I'm out, man. It is like such a quick process. That's really the only thing I do. I get dressed. I make coffee. I brush my teeth. Grab a little something for breakfast. Are you 20 I'm, minutes or less, or are you longer than that, probably? Oh, uh, I think I have my whole process down to about 15, if not less than that. Wow. Yeah, I think I'm. I think from pillow, because, man, I've got to be honest, I might be down to like 10 minutes. I might be down to 10 minutes pillow and out the door. But then again, if I had a fake leg or prosthetic leg, might take me 10 minutes to deal with that. Get it on. I don't know. I don't have a fake leg. Props to William, though. He's got to throw that in. I imagine fake leg. There's a little extra preparation. Yeah, probably. So salute to you, William, and your prosthetic leg. Uh, Kate tweets us here. I just realized on my way to work I have pants with fake pockets. Oh, no. This has been such a topic on the show this week. Uh, Me and Bob have really, uh, we didn't know it was such a big problem with women. Uh, Women's pants, most of them, especially like office pants, something like that, have fake pockets. Or no pockets at all. It is a, a a crime. It is something that nobody really talks about. It is something that the fashion industry obviously has, has no control over. Like, they, they don't care to give women's pockets. It's unbelievable. We have been talking about it a lot on the show this week. I just want to say to all the women out there, we are so sorry that we did not really know about this tragedy that is happening with women's pants pockets and how difficult it is for you all to find pants with good, usable pockets.
Uh, Stacy tweets us here. I have a friend that owns a boutique. One of her selling points is that almost everything she sells has pockets. Cash in. I mean, smart. Rebecca tweets us here. I really appreciate all the women's pants pockets talk on the show this week. Yeah, you know, and listen, me and Bob were ignorant to this. And I think a lot of men are. That a lot of you women have been dealing with fake pockets. We didn't know. With your pants. I just figured, you know, you probably have smaller pockets, maybe. But I I didn't understand that most of those pockets are just fake pockets. It's crazy. I was saying earlier this week. It's not fair. If I'm a politician running for office, I, I, I think I bring that up. I say, you know, I talk about whatever I'm talking about, and then I say, and listen... We got to get some real pockets on women's pants here, right? Boom. Uh, let's get to the uh, Penguin stuff here. The Pittsburgh Penguins have responded to uh, an online petition that about 30,000 people have signed asking the Penguins to change their goal song from the current song, which is Party Hard by Andrew WK. I like that. That's a solid goal song. Mm-hmm. Won us a couple cups already. Uh, but a petition uh, circled online to have the goal song changed to Mac Miller's Party on Fifth Ave after Mac uh, one week ago today passed away. Party on Fifth Ave. Party on Fifth Ave. Party on Fifth Ave. I'm trying to go. I'm trying to go. I can be there in like 20. I'm a monk and then come running because we got to hit the road. We got to hit the road. Make sure you got a clean shirt, clean pants, new shoes. So I guess there were plenty of people in the city who uh, blogged about, you know, the Penguins. Oh, should they change it to Party on Fifth Ave from Party Hard? And should they, you know, kind of do this as a tribute to Mac Miller? Put it on the pole. All that. Yeah, things like that. And uh, James Santilli, who works for a producer for KDK, uh, did a whole thing where he just uh, put out, while everyone was blogging about the Penguins and Party on Fifth Ave, I just, you know, asked. So, so many people, I guess, in the city, I don't know who it was, was just blogging about, should the Penguins change it? And he's just like, I just, I just asked him if they were going to change it. So, the Penguins responded, we are not going to change our goal song, a Penguin spokesperson uh, told KDK. However, we plan to incorporate Mac Miller's party on Fifth Ave into our music mix on game nights. All right, I'm good with that. That works. Um, yeah, I'm good. And that's not like the Penguins, like, taking a slight against Mac or anything like that. Uh, you know, they tweeted really something nice last week when Mac passed away. Mac was a big Penguins fan, as he was just about everything that has to do with Pittsburgh. Yeah. Pirates, Steelers, Penguins, doesn't really matter. Uh, so, you know, if you're a Mac fan or somebody who signed that petition, like, uh, that's not taking an L or anything like that. Um, and even we said on Monday's show... When this thing was circulating and getting some some buzz locally online of them possibly changing the goal song to that, I said, you know, I almost think I'd rather have that as like a victory song. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. goal song can stay, you know, penguins win, like count, sirens go off. It down, yeah, sirens go off. And yeah, then hit boom. that party on Fifth Ave. Yeah, like, I'm good with that. Um, either way, that's good that the penguins actually came out and, you know, realized that there were a lot of people who had uh, signed this petition and had been thinking about Mac in this way that 
uh, maybe they could uh, use it as a goal song. But still, it's nice that they responded and said, yes, we're going to incorporate this song now into uh, what we do here at the arena. I just love the uh, thing. Everybody's been blogging about it, so I just you know went ahead and just asked them. <laughs> it's like, I wonder if the Penguins were sitting there watching all this happen and be like, you know, nobody's ever come to us from the media yet and just asked, are we going to do this or not, you know? Everybody just lets it, you know, fester. And it's kind of as easy as just asking. Yeah, just ask. They said uh, no, but they're going to incorporate it. So, uh, Speaking of Mac Miller, we have been kind of looking back and reflecting on some uh, some of our favorite moments uh, that we had with Mac on the show. So coming up around 7 a.m. for today in Freak Show History, uh, we take you back to 2011 when we had Mac Miller on our show right after his album Blue Slide Park became the number one album in the country. That's coming up around 7 o'clock. 96.1. Follow and tweet the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Janet tweets us, turned on the radio and I hear crack pipe and that's not chocolate. Show never disappoints. At FS Mikey and at FS Big Bob. Uh, by the way, Steelers uh, starting running back, uh, James Conner, who this city just is, has been in love with for a while now. You know, he went through his cancer uh, battle when he was uh, at Pitt, yep. and then the Steelers drafted him. That was a big explosion, and then, you know, he he did pretty good. Uh, you know, had a lot of rushing yards, two touchdowns, did have a costly fumble, though, but played good against the Browns. Of course, Le'Veon Bell is, uh, is not around right now. James Conner joining the show around 8.30, 8.40. We'll have James Conner on. Are we sticking with what we had planned here? Are we going Are we going all hair questions for James Conner? Because he has the most unique hair probably in maybe all of sports right now. Definitely the NFL. I think so. I think it's a good point. Yeah, you think our listeners are, are down to ride with that? It's like just 10 minutes or so of hair questions? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I have so many hair questions. Like, I feel like we could talk to James Conner. Four, eight to ten minutes just strictly about his hair. I don't got many football questions for him, you know? I know he's not going to talk about Le'Veon or anything like that, so I feel like with hair like he's got, he wants to talk hair. We'll talk hair with James Conner coming up in the uh, 8 o'clock hour. Uh, right now, it is time to get down to Florida. Always weird things happening down in the state of Florida. Here we go! Attention all listeners of the Freak Show. It's time to travel to the Sunshine State. Yes! It happened again. It's It's another Florida Florida story. Driven by Pittsburgh Auto Depot. All right, this is a real quick, like, 30-second Florida story. I have not even heard the details on this. Let's see what we got here. A sex act in the light of day on a Fort Myers sidewalk. Okay, all right. I mean, does it need even need... Do we even need more than the details of that? Or do we just... Did we need 30 seconds, or do we just need the four right there? Because I feel like... Tap out after four, probably. Making love on the sidewalk, is that? No, I, I want to find out more about the people. I want to find out about the people. Fort Myers police arrested these two people you see here, 58-year-old Philip Daly and 47-year-old okay. Bernadette Colatucci. All right, there there we go. I need Philip to... and Bernadette, what are you doing? <laughs> Listen, if there's two people butt-ass naked in Florida making love on a sidewalk, <laughs> it, w- it would be Philip and Bernadette, though, right? <laughs> That just those seem like the proper names for a midday Florida sidewalk lovemaking session in front of everyone. Fill up in Bernadette for lewd and lascivious acts. Yeah. A bike patrol officer saw the pair engaging in a sex act oh, on that on. sidewalk. Bike cop got Both em. suspects have long arrest histories with yeah. fourteen combined arrests between them oh. this year. Whoa. Mostly this year. for open Whoa. container and this trespassing, year. though. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly for open container. Fourteen, 14 combined. 
this year. Dot, 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 this year. I love that they ran the stats on the people who were caught naked just making love on a sidewalk down in Florida in the middle of the day. It's Philip and Bernadette again. Philip and Bernadette again. You know, usually they're just open container drinking, but yeah, they must have drank too much and found each other because they're both naked. Yeah, what are they do? They're just grinding on the sidewalk. It's got to be hot as hell. Hey, why on the side? Why not take it to the grass? Phil, your ball's okay, man. What's wrong there, Phil? Find some grass. Oh, God. Yeah, seriously. That sidewalk's smoking. Roll her into the grass, Phil. Good God, man. They're going to uh, burn a private area there. It is Florida making the show once again. 96-1. Uh, one week ago today, uh, we lost Mac Miller at the age of uh, of 26. It has been a uh, a sad week in Pittsburgh, and like we have been saying all week, it's not just a sad week. It wasn't just a sad day last Friday when the news broke that uh, Mac Miller had passed. It's going to be sad months. It's going to be sad years. Uh, such a loss for the uh, city. Uh, just such a nice guy, and uh, we've been reflecting on times that Mac had uh, – been on our show all week we've shared some of our uh, favorite mac moments because you know like we've said we've known him since he was like a teenager and he was uh up so here in the studio just classic stuff all right so for today in freak show history we're going to take you back to 2011 here today in freak show history brought to us by uh moe's southwest grill welcome to moe's uh 2011 blue slide park you know mac is independent with rostrum records Number one album, number one album in the country. Mm-hmm. It's the first time there's been a number one independent hip hop album. And Mac, you know, you look at somebody like uh, Chance the Rapper, yeah. who's still huge as he is and independent. Like, you know, Chance went on tour with Mac before. You almost think like Mac kind of laid the groundwork for did. people like yeah. Chance the Rapper with his Blue Slide Park album. So this was right after Blue Slide Park. Hit number one in 2011, Mac Miller on the show for today in Freak Show History. Today in Freak Show History. Today in Freak Show History. Yo, what's up, man? I want to be on the radio. (laughs) Yo, Mac Miller, you're on the Freak Show right now. Kick those shout outs, man. For real? Uh, sure, yeah, why not? You can pretty much do anything you want now, Mac. Really? I'm that famous? Yeah, once you get a number one album, you pretty much, uh... You're famous now. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, we haven't talked to you since uh, Blue Slide Park came out, though, man. So, number one album, uh, I don't know. I mean, crap your pants. That's awesome, man. Dude, it's nuts. I mean, it's just kind of crazy that, that they really took it there, you know? I was, you know, expecting that that my fans were going to go crazy, but I didn't think that they were really going to take it to number one. So that's pretty awesome. But, you know, I kind of, it's just able to kind of have marked my place in history forever. I remember when you were up here in the studio, you released the kids mixtape from our studio. That seems like so long ago, and now here you are with the number one album, man. That's just crazy. That was the beginning of it all, though. I remember I was like... So excited for you guys to let me come, uh, come to Kiss, man. It, it's been dope, you know. And just I see you guys tweeting all types of nice things about everything, so it's awesome. And you know, I'm, I'm always coming back to the studio when I'm in the Berg. How's the How's the tour been so far? It's crazy, man. We've been selling out everywhere, and you know, just this, uh, super amounts of energy. I actually have a request for you, Mikey. I was wondering if you could just stand in the middle of the crowd. Just so, like, you can just be 
three feet taller than everyone else at the show. <laughs> you know what? You're right, because a lot of your fans are so young that if I stand in the middle of the crowd at stage eight, it will seriously be like, where's Waldo? I will be That's too... That's what I was thinking. <laughs> like, you'll be able to... We could just take a picture, and you'll, you, you might even make it on Google Maps. <laughs> Google Mike, Maps. You, you look out in the crowd, Mike will just be waving at you and blowing kisses at you all awkwardly. Hey, man. <laughs> Yo, I, see, I don't want to throw your, your game off or anything, though, when you're on stage. You know, you'll just be in the middle of the song. You'll just be like, all right, hold, hold on one second. Yeah, Mikey's just in the middle of the crowd right now, sticking out like a damn sore thumb. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, it'll be wild. It's funny because whenever, like, tall people come to the shows, I can always point them out very easily. <laughs> and, I can, and I, like, people don't in the crowd, they never understand that I can see them. Like, they think that I'm just on the stage. Yeah. And because I'm performing, they no longer exist to me. But, like, I've seen some kids do some pretty weird things in the crowd, man. Okay, well, now, all right, now, go ahead. now you got to explain that now. <laughs> dude, I've seen it all. When we were in Europe, when we were in Europe, this dude was, like, shouting from the crowd, like, Mark, Mark, I love you, Mark. And then, like, I came and touched his hand, and I kid you not, he licked his hand after I touched <laughs> He licked his hand? He licked it? Yeah, and I was just like, man, this is crazy. <laughs> all right, so I know you're excited to come back to do the, uh, do the shows in Pittsburgh this weekend. So that's what you're going to look for then, because here's what here's what we're going with now. Bob is going to be in the middle of the floor at stage A. I'm going to get on his shoulders and just start yelling at you, Mock! Mock! Lick my hands! And then I'm going to be looking for you to, uh, to I want actually you to lick my hand, Mac. Together you guys would make the heaviest, tallest man that I've ever had. <laughs> we, would, we would definitely make like a 15 foot, 800 pound person. It'd just be giant. Uh, Mac Miller right now on the uh, Kiss Morning Freak show so it's got to feel good this weekend to probably you know come home back to pittsburgh right it's the most important show to me of my whole entire life to do these shows you know i can't wait to get home I, i'm you know just want to be in pittsburgh i want to hang out with some yinzers i want to just you know live to be honest i'm probably going to go right to the studio and hang out with edan always working man <laughs> you're always working I, I guarantee you that i'm going to go right home and drive to the studio that's good though that's good man. that's why you got the number one album man that's why you got millions of fans and you know that's why you're you know honestly me and bob say it all the time and like older people look at us like we're weird but yo you really changed the music industry and it makes take a few years for people to really realize what you did man but we see it you know we love you up here man thank you man i appreciate the hometown support you know i figure that that a lot of people that have gone down as, as legendary artists have you know been misunderstood or not enjoyed by the critics at some point in their life so it's all in good fun or right at now. one point in every legendary artist's career they've always had uh, fans that have wanted to lick their hands after they were talking right it's i'm telling you man this it's funny to me because like girls will come to me crying and i'm just trying to explain to them like I'm not, like, that cool. Like, yeah. I'm very normal. You, know, don't, you don't have to cry. I'm a human being. Yeah, It's cool, man, but I'm, it's just dope to see music impact people, and whether they're 32 or whether they're 16, you know, people all have their own opinions, and they all have, you know, music that they love, so it's just good to be a part of it. Congrats on the success so far. It's good to have you home this weekend. And, we'll see uh, you at the show. Yeah, we'll see you at the show on Friday. All right, buddy? Let's get it down. All right, guys. I'm just trying to represent the city. I'm not trying to be the coolest, be anything but someone that works hard and loves the place he's from. The city lost uh, a friend, lost a family member, lost a talent on Friday. Mac was music. Life
Such a great talent, such a great person. He mm-hmm. loved Pittsburgh. He was Pittsburgh. Uh, Mac, wherever you are, Pittsburgh, we all miss you down here, man. He loved his city, and his city loved him. Rest in peace, Mac Miller from 96.1 KISS. Uh, Julie tweets us here, I've been uh, five minutes late to work every day this week to listen to Mikey and Bob do today in Freak Show History about Mac, and it is uh, it is totally worth it. Uh, Becca tweets here, I've listened to your guys' Mac tribute clips um, after today in Freak Show History segment every day this week, and each day it just gets me choked up. Uh, yeah, it's okay mm-hmm. to uh, get choked up and mm-hmm. uh, and be sad about it, but you know, I mean, listening back to a lot of those clips, it's <laughs> you know, in almost every clip we've played this week, it just shows you how much Mac was just a normal kid, and it shows you how much he loved Pittsburgh. And almost every clip we've played this week, it's either been him talking about the Steelers, talking about like the you know shopping in the strip district or something like that, going to Kennywood. Uh, how much Pittsburgh means to him, Permani Brothers, hometown yep. shows, when he was, you know, when he's been up in the studio with us. It just, all these clips just show you how much uh, he really loved um, this city. No surprise at all. Uh, Steelers home opener, Sunday, 1 p.m. against the uh, Chiefs. By the way, do we know if Ben's starting? Is that kind of still up in the air at this point? Yeah, I don't think anything even is close to being official on that. Uh, Jeremy Fowler from ESPN uh, tweeted out, Ben Roethlisberger's uh, with his elbow has missed two straight practices. Uh, of offensive coordinator uh, Randy Fittner um, asked, you know, he was asked if uh, Ben is going to practice on Friday. Um, and he said uh, he sees he's going to see how Ben's feels, uh, but he expects Ben uh, whether he ex- he was asked whether he expects Ben to start. Mm-hmm. And he said, I won't be able to answer that at this point. So here was uh, Randy Fittner, though, when he was asked about Josh Dobbs, who would start if Ben can't go. Well, I'd like to think he's, he's ready. He, he, should, he has to be ready. He doesn't have to he doesn't have a choice. You know, I, I think any, anyone probably playing in their first real game um, probably isn't ever ready enough. And here was uh, Josh Dobbs. Stay ready always so you don't have to get ready, you know. So um, practice as if you're going to play week in and week out. So when Sunday comes, you're ready to go and play to win and compete at the highest level. And, you know, if I'm on the sideline again, helping Ben, seeing as much as I can see and helping him into whatever I can. So, you know, obviously it's a two-way streak go either way, so you just got to be ready for both both um, situations. Um, you know, I've been here for a year, year and a half, so, you know, I kind of got the way of the land. I've been seeing a lot of books in practice and in games, so um, I wouldn't say, you know, there's there's a challenge. It's just excitement with the opportunity that's in front of you to go out and make the most of it. All right, like, I don't have any inside information, but Josh, Do- Josh Dobbs is talking like he's playing on Sunday, yeah, right? He, <laughs> like, he is, yeah, yeah. So, again, Ben, uh, when he was asked if he's going to practice Friday, said, we'll see how I feel, and Randy Fittner uh, the offensive coordinator, when he was asked, is Ben going to start Sunday, said, I won't be able to answer that at uh, this point. So who knows who the actual starting quarterback is going to be on uh, Sunday, whether it's Ben or Josh Dobbs. I will tell you this, though. Coming up on the show around 830, mm-hmm. 840, we are going to be talking to Steelers starting running back James Conner. And when, you know, I mean, obviously we have to ask him about the quarterbacks, right? So we'll say, hey, listen, if if Josh Dobbs has to start on Sunday, because, you know, they both, uh, you know, they're both rookies at the same time and everything yeah, yeah, like yeah. that, they yep. might be pretty close. I mean, that would be a very inexperienced backfield right there. So we have to ask James Conner when he's on our show here uh, next hour. We have to ask James Conner, hey, if Josh Dobbs has to start on Sunday, what did Josh Dobbs say about your hair when he saw it for the first time? Because I'm telling you guys. 
We are only going to ask James <laughs> Conner hair question when he's on our show because he's got the wildest haircut in the NFL right now. It's awesome. And if you think we're going to ask him any, I'm telling you, we're not even joking. We are going straight hair with James Conner. I love that setup where he's going to actually think like you're going to ask him, like, is Josh Dobbs starting? Oh, and then all of a sudden, just like, what does he think your hair? Wait till I hit James Conner with the Le'Veon <laughs> Bell question. Wait, I'm going to keep that one in my back pocket for the very end. But wait until I hit James Conner with that Le'Veon Bell question. Maria tweets us here, late catching up on the podcast, but yes, we are all five seconds away from losing our wig and throwing a shoe. <laughs> I believe that was when we were talking about Cardi B and Nicki Minaj yeah. in their fight earlier this week, and I said, hey, listen, don't look at Cardi B like she's crazy because she lost her wig and threw a shoe. We're all about five seconds away from that happening. Get stuck in traffic, somebody cuts you off. You'd think about throwing your, throwing your shoe and losing your wig. All right, what's happening now? Somebody naked, naked at the airport? Nude. <laughs> I love that I ask you, okay, what's happening now, and you just answer with naked. Nude. Uh, we go down to Florida. Hold on. Do we have the double here? Do we have the double we here? Do. All right, hold on. Double here we down. go. Here we go. Here we go. Woo! Attention all listeners of the Freak Show. It's time to travel to the Sunshine State. Yes. yes. It happened again. It's, it's another Florida story. Driven by Pittsburgh Auto Depot. All right, so it's another Florida story. Always weird things happening down in Florida, but it's a bonus Florida story because... Whoa! It happened again. Someone decided to get naked. It's time for another naked story on the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show with Mikey and Big Bab. Yep, down to Florida we go. This was at the, uh, what, Tampa? Yeah. Uh, airport. Here. We've all been there. We've all felt the frustration of a flight delay, but this is not how to handle it. The plane is not even outside. Wednesday afternoon, JetBlue Flight 1151 was scheduled to leave from Tampa International Airport's Gate A12 and head southeast to San Juan. What did he do? What did he do? Angry about a flight? We've all been there I mean, too, right? Just a little flight delay, though. You now, listen, no, listen, no. Little flight delay could throw off your whole flight plan. Could throw, you know, you might not make it home on time. You might not make it to vacation. You got to check into hotels. You got rental cars. Listen. You get a flight delayed by an hour that could throw off the whole week. When the plane didn't arrive, one passenger lost his cool. Oh, here we go. He lost see. more than that. <laughs> That's when he walked around to the center of the the area and started taking his clothes off. Yeah, spoiler alert. He got naked. He, he got <laughs> naked. Hey, I mean, listen, we've all been angry at the airport before. Have you ever been that angry? To no. Where, to uh -uh. where you defiantly strip naked? <laughs> So this guy is naked, middle of the airport, just swearing. Of course it's happening down in Florida. Airport officials say 36-year-old Ralph Rodriguez Hernandez got agitated. Ralph. his backpack, laptop, and dog bowls, even threatening to kill a gate agent. All right, listen. Ralph is threatening to kill people now. He's got his laptop. He's got dog bowls. He's naked. Does he have a dog with him, or does he have dog bowls? There's a lot going on here. And he kept screaming that he wanted his plane for them to get the plane there. And uh, Did he think taking his clothes off was going to get the plane there any quicker? They were trying to calm him down. The airport staff did great. As the yeah. turbulence continued, airport police stepped in. Stay back. Stay back. I mean, they had to step in, you know? Did this guy really think getting naked was going to help the situation? That's not going to get you the pre-boarding, my did, man. Did they think somebody in air traffic control would be like, 
Uh, excuse me, listen, that flight from, from Atlanta, if you're coming in, why do you step on it? Ra- Ralph's naked in the airport right now. He's got he, his dog bowls he, out. He, he did. He whipped dog bowls out, so you know it's serious. So why don't you, listen, you have priority to land now. Why, Ralph's naked, okay? Ralph, yeah, he's on your next flight. Yeah, Ralph is <laughs> naked, so you better get here as soon as possible. Is that what Ralph when he uh, started fighting with the cops and then oh, got no. thrown to the ground, oh, uh, no. this, this is not going to end good. No, it's not going to end good with Ralph there. No. He's naked, he's swearing, he's fighting with officers. Eventually, Rodriguez Hernandez departed from the gate in cuffs, yep. carried by police. No. And the flight to San Juan left without him oh. just an hour behind oh, schedule. No. Just, that's it, though. Just an One hour? hour? <laughs> just an hour behind schedule. The flight was delayed like an that hour? Was it. That was, I thought it was going to be like some sort of like 16-hour delay where he's got to <laughs> sleep on the floor at airport. No, one-hour delay caused good old Ralph to get naked with his dog bowls <laughs> at the airport. It is a naked person in Florida making the show once again. Uh, WTAE was reporting on this this morning, and just seeing the mock-ups of this, we were, like, stunned. Like, is this really going to happen in Pittsburgh? Because just seeing the mock-ups... It's got to happen. You I'm like, are you kidding me? You can't tease us with this. Millcraft Investments has reached a deal to build a man-made lagoon on the Ohio Riverfront on the north side. A two-acre lagoon with paradise-like turquoise water is going to be built by Dallas and Miami-based Crystal Lagoons, and it'll be the first of its kind in a cold-weather climate. Like, it's not going to be connected to the river. Obviously, there's going to be, like, a river walk separating it, but it's going to look like, out of nowhere, this, like, giant, beautiful, like, blue lagoon appears. (laughs) What? How? (laughs) I, I don't know. Hold on. More details here. In the summer, part of the lagoon will feature a white sandy beach for lounging and sunbathing. Okay, wait. Hold on. A Yin's beach? You mean to tell me that finally the dreams of having some sort of downtown Pittsburgh area-ish Yin's beach is actually in the plans to happen now? On the north side? Oh, my God. A Yins Beach? A sandy Yins Beach? It says in the summer, part of the lagoon will feature a white sandy beach area for lounging and sunbathing. It'll also be a place where visitors can swim, kayak, paddleboard, and even take scuba diving lessons. There will also be a splash pool for children. Uh, a fountain is planned for light shows at night. All right. Well, that's ooh, that's the way to tickle some Yinsers there. You give us a light show. During the winter, part of the lagoon will be converted into an ice skating rink. Another lagoon amenity, thermal baths will be available year-round. What's a thermal bath? Is it's, that, like, it's like the Blue Lagoon in what, Iceland or whatever, where it's like... Uh, yeah, the, the people who are actually, the investment company who's actually behind this, described this as a small version of Iceland's famous Blue Lagoon. <laughs> so is that where it's like the wa- like the water's hot and you get in, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. in the wintertime, it's yeah. like you're just sitting there lounging outside on the north side, but you're in the, the hot water? So they're going to freeze like half of this lagoon, the other half's going to just be like Ginzer's bathing? Yo, this is wild. This can't happen, right? The Yin's Lagoon. Like, I saw the mock-up of this. A two-acre turquoise paradise-like blue lagoon is going beach? to pop up on the North Shore. With a beach? This is happening? It's um, next level. Millcraft is also planning a Navy Pier-like giant Ferris wheel with LED lighting. I've heard about that. 
Yeah, yeah. They're going to have a big Ferris wheel with, like, gondolas so people can ride all year round. Like, that's been in the plans. This is the first I'm hearing about this lagoon with an ice rink and beach. 12-foot deep lagoon will cost as much as $6 million to build. That doesn't seem like that much. Like, $6 million is a lot. It is. But to build an entire turquoise paradise blue lagoon on the north side seems like it'll cost more than six million right you'd think so uh the people behind it said the idea came from doing things that really aren't here in pittsburgh yet i'm all for it hell yeah i mean this this thing's gotta have a name though right like this what what is this called do you just call it the yin's goon like i feel like if if we have this paradise turquoise blue water you know, there's going to be, like, ho- hotels and restaurants and apartments around yeah, it, too. It's yeah, going to be really yeah. nice what they're going to do if this all comes together in Northside. There's right? a damn beach. You got to call it the Yin's Goon, right? It's got to be the Yin's Goon. Just laid out in the afternoon. It the can't Yins be, Goon. like, Pittsburgh, Lagoon, North. No, it's got to be the Yin's Goon. I don't know who Millcraft Investments is, but holla at us. Listen, I mean, you want to take this thing to the next level, get me and Bob behind this damn project. Let's go. We'll call it the Yin's Goon. Let's go. And to kick it off, the opening of the Yin's Goon, we throw our fantasy Yin's Fest that we always wanted to throw to open it up. There you go. I mean, let's go. Let's really bring an event to the city to open up the Yin's Goon. Uh, David tweets here. Uh, Mikey and Bob, what was your favorite show this summer? I, I can't think of any show this summer. I don't even remember what we did on the show yesterday. You remember anything we did on the show yesterday? I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't even know what's going on right now. They all kind of blend together. Uh, he says, my favorite show was the one when you first heard that biting the tip of your finger is like biting a baby carrot. All right. You want to go back to that? Are we going to play this now? Are we going to play this game now? What was your favorite uh, Mikey and Bob moment of the summer? <laughs> I mean, kids are back to school now. Summer isn't officially over yet, but it's coming soon here. Right, right. Temperatures going down. You know, football's everywhere. Penguins are back in town. Uh, It's pretty much, it's going to be fall. There's pumpkin crap all over the place. Spooky season is right around the corner. Oh, spooky, spooky. So David said his favorite moment of the summer was uh, when we were doing the the baby carrot finger biting thing. Did, that started with West Virginia, though, right? I think so. Like, that started... All right, here, hold on. I got the clip here. Uh, this is David's favorite moment from the summer. A fight that started over twerking ends with a woman losing a finger. I don't think I need any more than those four seconds right there from that news tease. That is a lot going on in four seconds. <laughs> twerking, huh? All right, West Virginia. But hold on. Karen tweets us here, I read a fact in high school once that human teeth can bite through a finger like eating a baby carrot. The only reason it doesn't happen more often is because our brain goes, uh, that's a finger. Don't do that. Is that a real fact? If biting through a human finger for another human, especially if somebody's twerking on you in West Virginia, my God, we thought this was like some sort of incredible feat of strength. Like what sort of animal bites a person's finger off? But really, it's like biting a baby carrot. I want to stick my finger in my mouth right now and see. I mean, stick the tip of one of your fingers in your mouth right now. Me? Yeah. I mean, just give it a little bite. It feels like you could baby carrot it, right? I stick your finger in here. Just give it a little bite. Yeah. I mean, doesn't that feel like if you kept going, you would bite the tip of your finger off? All right, everybody, if you're not driving, stick your finger in your mouth right now uh, and bite down a little bit. Playful biting. 
See if you were angry enough. Do you feel like you could easily go through that finger? Because I I think I could. Logan just tweets us here. I just watched a lady in uh, Mount Lebanon put her finger in her mouth and start laughing. I mean, that's just the power of the show right there. We have you all stupidly sticking your fingers in your mouth right now for no reason. We're all on the same level here. Paul just tweets us here. I'm losing it right now at work. Just picturing half the city listening to you two and all these people just stopping and biting on their fingers, making eye contact with other people <laughs> biting their finger, just giving that head gesture of approval. All right, let's all try it, okay? If you get the show, if you enjoy what me and Bob do, you consider yourself in the morning like a Mikey and Bob listener. You get the show. You've been listening to us for however long. Put your finger in your mouth right now, pick okay? Your, pick your favorite finger. Yep. Hey, hey, yeah. Put your finger in your mouth right now, okay? Uh-huh. You don't even have to bite down on it, uh-huh. all right? This is a completely separate experiment. Just put your finger in your mouth right now. Just the tip. Just the tip. Not the whole finger, no. you animal. Finger. The tip. Oh, it's hard to say F's. F. F. words. <laughs> it's hard to say F words with your finger in your mouth. Okay. What are some F words we can say with our finger in our mouth? We're good. No, we're not going to say that F word. But stick your finger in your mouth and try to say F words like finger or food. Finger. Or that's a fart. <laughs> oh, somebody just farted. Oh, I'm, God. I'm sticking my finger in my mouth and somebody just farted. It is hard to say F words when you got your finger in your mouth. I'm drooling all over myself right now. Christy tweets us here. I hope someone was just listening to the show for the first time when you were replaying uh, you guys biting on your fingers and having that discussion. That would be one of the weirdest introductions to the uh, show. Yeah, we got a uh, tweet from David. He said that was his favorite moment from the uh, summer when we had people putting their fingers in their mouth just because I mean, that was quite the experiment, driving around and just, uh, you know, looking next to you in the car next to you. People are munching on their fingers and nobody knows why. I think about that whole listening for the first time all the time. Like when we're playing like naked stories or like a story that's just completely out of control in Florida. Well, our friend Maverick just tweets here. My favorite summer moment was all the animal mating noises you guys played. It was the summer of animal mating on the uh, show. Yeah, that Uh, here. Here we go, though. Anthony tweets here. How about when Bob lost his voice? Joel tweets, best summer show moment was Bob losing his voice when he became Batman. Ryan tweets here, how is the favorite show of the summer? Anything but Bob's sectry, uh, sec, what the hell is sectry? Sexy, sultry voice. Uh, yeah, Bob lost his voice this summer. And <laughs> this was so funny because we actually missed work. Like, we actually had shows where we missed because Bob lost his voice. What did we take, two days off? I think so. And then we tried to come and do a show on a Friday. You had two days off. You had two days voice rest. Mm-hmm. And then we showed up on a Friday and we said, listen, Bob's been off for uh, for a couple weeks. He lost his voice, which, by the way, he lost his voice yelling about Shark Week. Yeah. That was it. it there was no medical thing behind it. No, uh-uh. His voice was fine. He just needed voice rest because he was yelling about Shark Week on the Discovery Channel. So then, of course, we came in here. We tried to do a show. Bob opened his mouth. We thought his voice worked. But it just was the sexiest Batman-like voice. So let's go here. <laughs> okay, what the hell was that creepy laugh? I mean, 
You, we can't even get through a normal show with you even giggling a little bit because it throws me off because it's something like I've never heard before. <laughs> I mean, there it is. There's the giggle. <laughs> All right. Erica tweets us here. Uh, Bob has lost his voice. Erica tweets us. Bob sounds like Batman. I I kind of agree with that. All right, let's try this out. Let's do uh, Dark Knight Rises. Let's do the Bane scene where he blows up Heinz Field. <laughs> I will play the part of Bane. Bob, I want you to play the part of uh, Batman, okay? Yeah. Take control of your city. No, Bane. I won't let you blow up Heinz Field. <laughs> I'm Batman. Oh, my God. That is perfect Batman. I'm riding with Batman this morning. <laughs> All right. Here's the list. Oh, my words. Here's the list. <laughs> All right. Here is the list of best Pittsburgh Batmans. Okay. Number one, Michael Keaton. Yeah. Yeah. Number two, Bob. That's the list right there. I'm Batman. That is the full list of best Pittsburgh Batman. I'm Batman. Okay, let's let's do. I feel like we need to do that one more time. Again, this is the scene from Dark Knight Rises, uh, where Bane tries to blow up Heinz Field. Okay. Take control of your city. Back off, Bane. I will not allow you to blow up Heinz Field. I'm Batman. I mean that that that's my favorite show of the summer, right there. Because nothing like that's ever happened no. on the show before. And then we had you just say random things. Drains, clogs, backed up logs, Matt Mertz. Yeah, we had, uh, we had that. We had. I'm moister than an oyster. I mean, I have a whole soundboard over here. Sally Wigan, Channel 4, Action News. Yep, my favorite one here. Wash your winky. There was that, yeah. Call zero res if you have cat turds on your carpet. I mean, Okay. Call zero res if you have cat turds on your carpet. And then remember we had you do the... I don't uh, know who you are. This? I don't know what you want. From Taken? If yeah, you're yeah. looking for ransom, I can tell you I don't have money, but I have a very particular set of skills. <laughs> skills that I've acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. If you let my daughter go now, that'll be the end of it. I'll not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I will look for you, I will find you, and I will kill you. Wow, man, that is good. Chase tweets here. Damn, just yesterday a lady gave birth in a car on your show. That was one of the best moments of the summer. Hey, there's a lot there. Bob losing his voice, though. Since nothing like that has ever happened on the show, that might be my favorite moment. Nicki Minaj and Cardi B endorsed opposing candidates for New York governor. Oh, no. Andrew Cuomo beat Cynthia Nix. She was on uh, Sex in the City, right? That was her? Uh, oh, yeah, the, yeah, that was her. In yeah. the New York's Democratic gubernatorial primary. So if you're keeping score at home, that is the Nicki Minaj-backed candidate, Andrew Cuomo, beating the Cardi B-backed candidate, Cynthia Nixon, in the primary for New York um the newer governor. There. Oh, God, the beef never stops. You don't watch Westworld, do you, on <laughs> no, HBO? No, I don't. Uh, Aaron Paul, who played Jesse Pinkman in uh, in Breaking Bad, uh, has now landed a role as a regular for season three of Westworld. Why don't you watch Westworld? You don't have HBO? or Westworld's good. 
I should. I should. judging me. I don't know. I should. I, I shouldn't say that. I hate the people who are like, "Yo, you don't watch this," but I am that person. You are that person. I know. I always call you out. You don't watch Walking Dead or anything like that. And I shouldn't. I should be nice. I should be like, watch what you want to watch, Bob. Still not watching Game of Thrones, huh? Well, you're not watching Game of Thrones. Huh? Listen, you should watch Game of Thrones, though, because oh, the last yeah, season is coming yeah. up. I watched the last listen, one. Game of Thrones is like the only show that I feel like you even need to watch live anymore. I don't even feel like you need to watch shows live anymore. I don't even think there's TV. I don't even watch The Walking Dead live when it's on anymore. That used to be one that you had to watch live. Yeah, I know. People go I, nuts I, on the, Well, the original fell off. Social media? It fell off. Yeah. I watched the last season live. Uh, Modern Family says they're going to kill off a main character this season. I know. Uh, they're going to start their 10th season later this month. Uh, of course, it's one of the biggest shows on TV. Uh, the, That's never uh, one I watch live. That's one I always catch like on, you know, like a, what, it's CB or a TBS or something like that where yeah. the replays. Yeah. Uh, co-creator Christopher Lloyd said, we're handling some bigger life events this season. We do deal with the death, which is certainly a topic that families have to deal with on television. It's not easy to do because it's a heavy subject, but at the same time, it would seem unusual for a family to go this long and not experience death. So they're going to kill somebody on Modern Family. I mean, a significant character. What is that? What are you going to do? Kill Al, uh, Ed Bundy? Ed Bundy? Al Bundy. What did I just do there? Did I take his, his real his name? name? Ed O'Neill. Ed O'Neill, right? but he played Al Bundy back in the day on Married with Children. Did I just... Did I Al Bundy him? What did I just do there? Ed Bundy? Ed Bundy did. All right, well, you guys get it. All right, somebody's going to die on uh, Modern Family this year. Now let's talk about Tom Hanks and Mr. Rogers. Uh, where is this? Like 9th Street, Penn Avenue? Yeah. There yeah, is right a, a very realistic-looking New York City subway uh, in downtown Pittsburgh now, and it is all because of uh, Tom Hanks filming the Mr. Rogers movie, You Are My Friend. So there is a, a subway entrance, a replica of the Broadway Lafayette stops. On Ninth Street there, uh, Penn Avenue, right downtown. Of course, Tom Hanks in town. Uh, they're filming in Pittsburgh. They're filming in New York for the Mr. Rogers movie, You Are My Friend, with Tom Hanks playing Mr. Rogers, a film based around a 1998 uh, profile of Mr. Rogers in Esquire magazine. What did they say, about 10 weeks of total filming here? Uh, yeah. By the way, they added uh, somebody, Susan Kelechi Watson. Susan Kelechi Watson, if you hear that name and you're thinking, who is that? She plays uh, Beth Pearson the wife of Sterling K. Brown on the NBC, uh, NBC? NBC show, This Is Us. So she is going to be in the Tom Hanks movie. That's now, awesome. Too. The uh, Mr. Rogers movie. Yeah, excited about that. Uh, Mikey and Bob, it is the 96-1 Kiss Morning Freak Show on the phone with us right now. It is Steelers starting running back James Conner. James, thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Yeah, no problem at all. No problem at all. Now, you start the season as a Steelers starting running back. You have a big game against Cleveland, a couple touchdowns, even though it was a weird tie, but that had to have feel, felt pretty good for your first game there, right? Uh, yes. So good. Um, obviously, wish we would have won, but um, you know, just try to show that I was, you know, capable of running the ball and uh, you know, being reliable. So, uh, wish we would have won, but it felt good being out there. All right. Well, that's it for the football talk. So <laughs> that's, all, that's all we got. For you're, you're off the hook for the football talk. We are going cool. straight up hair talk from now on. Okay. So okay. that's easy. No. Nope. I mean, you probably answer enough football questions just with all the interviews and reporters and all that stuff. So we're right. going a little different. Right. Now, for for somebody who has not witnessed your hair in all its glory yet, and this is radio, so can you explain what your hair looks like? <laughs> okay, well, I, well, first I start. I just wanted it to be to have flow, like coming out of the back of my helmet. I like the way that looks. So okay. at first, I was just gonna grow the back and let it hang, and uh, but I like a low cut, 
the way it looks in the front. So I was like, well, that's the easy fix. I'll keep it low in the front and I'll have it long in the back. And then uh, just going to keep switching up with different designs. Right now I got like two fades. It's like one fade in the beginning, going into another fade into the long hair. So, um, you know, just wanted to switch it up. So uh, we'll see. I told people they got to stay tuned for, you know, what could I get next? I mean, there definitely is a party in the back. Yeah, I like it, man. It, it's only getting longer, so it's, it's things to come. It's not like a mullet where there's the business in the front and party in the back because you have the two lines on top that are separating it. It's it's almost like, uh, all right, let me, let me kind of describe it like this. The two lines on the top to me are the key because the front is so tight <laughs> and the back yeah. is such a party. The two lines are almost like the VIP ropes that, that separate exactly. like the VIP section. You feel me on that, right? Yeah, I couldn't explain it better. So, like, the front is the business. That's, like, the front of the club where you got the bouncer and stuff. The two lines on top, that's the VIP rope. And then, then the, ba- get in. the back party, that's the VIP <laughs> section that's coming out the back of yeah. your helmet. There's bottle popping in the VIP. Right, that's where you want to be at. You want to be in the VIP. Now, have you ever grown your hair long like that before? Is it going to get curly? Yeah, it does get curly. In high school, actually, I, I grew the whole thing out, like, all in the front and everything. Like, I, you know, had the ponytail and the really long hair. So, uh, in high school, I, I had really long hair. There's some pics uh, online. You can find them. Uh, James Conner joining us. Mikey and Bob, it is the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. This is Hair Talk with James Conner. At first, <laughs> I got to be completely honest. I thought the offensive line kind of put you up to this. I thought that the offensive line said, okay, this guy is our starter now. You know, second year coming in, we're all behind him. I thought they put you up to it, but this was all on your own. They got nothing to do with it. Yeah, no, nah, nothing to do with the old linemen. Um, they still supported me with with the haircut. Um, but that's the reaction we wanted from people. We wanted to take them back first and have them be like, what is that? And then when they actually look, like, okay, there's actually detail and, and see where I'm going with this. So, yeah, that's the reaction we wanted first. We wanted people to think uh, it was a messed up cut or um, we were doing something crazy with it. So uh, we got the reaction we wanted. So it's going to be different designs up front then. That's what you're going to switch it up with? Yeah, maybe just some designs on the side. Uh, we just kind of winging it every time. It's time to get a cut. I need lightning bolts at some point. Whoa. I need lightning bolts. Whoa. Might be on the way. Whoa. Might be on the way. I mean, this is a full James Conner hair tease for the rest of the season right here. I'm excited. <laughs> but spe- speaking, yeah, of the o- speaking of the offensive line, though, here's what I think. You know, now that we know that the offensive line didn't, like, you know, put you up to this or anything like this, I think the offensive line, and I know you said the guys support you and everything. We could tell when you scored your first uh you know your starting touchdown there they you know you guys all celebrated i don't know if they're supporting you enough though here's what i think you need to go to them with because listen we're all big team here and everything i think you should make a deal with the offensive line for every 500 yards this season or five touchdowns you rush for one of them has to get the james connor haircut so if you mm. run, if you run for fifteen hundred yards, that's three linemen that got to get the cut. <laughs> so then if you have a big enough yeah. season with the offensive line, the whole line's gonna have the James Conner VIP cut. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna bring that idea to them. See what they say. See I mean, what they say. I'm gonna definitely, I'm gonna definitely pitch the idea to them. See if one of them is brave enough to do it. It's, it's if, if there was one that you think do it, who would it be? Hmm, that's a good one. Maybe, maybe Big Al. Al, maybe uh, 
Probably the only one that would do it. I can see Big Al's fresh cut. I feel like you could convince Al to do it. I feel like Pouncey would yeah. probably be the last guy where he's like, I'm not doing this yeah. until you get a 2,500-yard rushing record-breaking season. I feel like he'd be the holdout. Yeah, we'll see. Man, I don't know. One of those guys. Let's, let's get the yards first, and then we'll see. Uh, did Coach Tomlin say anything to you when he first saw it? What was his reaction? He said he, said he could care less. He said as long as you run. Yeah, he doesn't care what my head looks like. <laughs> uh, Mr. Rooney, did he have any reaction when he saw it? Nah, nope, no reaction. He <laughs> play football. <laughs> uh, your boy Juju, when he first saw your hair, did he uh, did he tell you it was lit? No, he started. He said, "What are you doing?" He started cracking up, laughing at me. Uh, he didn't really make me feel too good, but now he was like, "Nah, keep it, keep it going." So Juju, uh, Juju just doesn't understand. <laughs> Yeah. Now, listen, I said that's all for the, the football questions. We were going to strictly talk here with you, but I, I will bring this up. Now, Ben Ben has a little banged up elbow, and there, you know, people have been wondering, is Ben going to start and everything? Mm-hmm. But listen, Josh Dobbs, I know he's kind of like the same with you. You guys, uh, you guys are kind of sophomores in this. If Josh Dobbs has to start this week versus the Chiefs, what did Josh Dobbs think of your hair when you first uh, showed him? Uh, Dobbs was at my back 100% with it. Um, you know, Dobbs, Dobbs liked it. Dobbs, that's one of my good friends. He's my guy. So, um, yeah, Dobbs got my back as well. Everybody seems to like the hair, I think, right? Yeah, man. I mean, there's yeah, some man. there's some legendary Steelers with, like, hair deals. Like, Troy had and shoulders. Then Kiesel took over head and shoulders. You I might, mean, Antonio Brown had the Lego yeah, cut and everything. Yeah. You you know you what? Might be next. This is this is pretty historic. You are the next Steeler in line to have legendary hair here, James. Yeah, I'm, wait, I'm waiting for for one of the companies to call and see what they want to do. So hopefully I'm next up. All right, final question, then we'll get you out of here. James <laughs> Conner on with Mikey and Bob, the Kiss Morning Freak Show. we got to get a little serious now. Le'Veon Bell, obviously uh, not with the team right now. You're the starter. A lot of controversy surrounding his decision to stay away from the team. The franchise tag on him again. We heard that you spoke with Le'Veon after the Browns game. We know that you told reporters you want to keep that conversation private. Mm-hmm. We absolutely respect that. Yep. We don't want we don't want to know when he's coming back. We don't want to know anything he said about your game. We don't want to know if he told you anything about his intentions. But James Conner, we are asking you on behalf of Steeler Nation, what did Le'Veon Bell say, if anything, about your hair? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, nah, he hasn't made no comments about my hair yet. Um, Elbow's always been supportive, man. So I'm, I'm pretty sure he, he he's rocking with me as well. So nah, we didn't he didn't give me no hair comments, but I, I'm, I'm assuming he likes it. You okay, know, he likes to change up his hair too. He has the braids on top with the cut on the side. Yeah, you know he's done different things with his hair too. So uh, you're, you're gonna I know notice he's probably he's, like go for it. Wait till he fades it back, and then all of a sudden he's growing it back oh, long right. too. It's coming. Right, right, right. So there you go. Yep. James Conner has talked to Le'Veon Bell, but there was no hair chat like there was for <laughs> 10 minutes on our show. Uh, James, we're big fans up here. We have been since Pitt. We've been thank following you. you through all your incredible journey. Absolutely. Just thank you for taking the time out this morning and uh, uh, joining us for hair chat. Awesome. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Miss Mikey and Bob this morning. Bird nipples. Bird nipples. As you all know, we don't have a lot of guests on our show, but we had one this morning. Uh, thank you again to uh, Dom and everybody over at the Steelers for getting us Steelers starting running back uh, James Conner on the show this morning. We uh, we told you all week that we were going to have James Conner on the show. Yeah. And there's a lot to talk with him about. I mean, he's 
He's in the Steelers' starting running back uh, back position now because Le'Veon Bell is going through his franchise tag kind of thing and and all that. It's a it's a weird situation and. You know, James had a monster game, but also had a, a key fumble versus Cleveland in that weird tie. And, you know, season's moving forward now. But we told you all week. That's all. That's all. Whatever. None of that football stuff. We want to talk to James Conner about his hair. Uh, we just talked to the Steelers starting running back for eight minutes about hair on our show. Great. 200 Fleet Street in the gold DVE building is where the radio awards can be delivered. All of them. <laughs> All of them. Yeah. That, I mean, bring them all because we just won all of them. <laughs> I, I, our show is weird, man. I it, mean, the, it just is. the setup of just like, <laughs> hey, we know Ben might be hurt. Just like you uh, you yeah. tricked him into almost going into a football question. Then all I, of a sudden. Well, that, that was my plan. My plan was to tickle him with thinking he was going to have to talk about some things that, you know, he would have to give, I think, just like, you know, regular bland answers like, hey. Ben's got an elbow issue. He hasn't practiced all week. You know, we heard Josh Dobbs. We heard from him. We heard from the offensive coordinator. It kind of seems like Dobbs might uh, might play here with Ben's injury. We gave him the whole setup, and they were just like, so we need to ask you, you know, what's Josh Dobbs think of your hair? And then, I mean, when we hit him with the Le'Veon Bell setup at the end, I wanted to give him the big setup. I wanted to set the groundwork with James Conner and Le'Veon Bell. You know, he's been put into this situation, which is obviously good for James. He gets to show off as the featured running back for the Steelers. Sure, Has yeah. a great game. We, we've been saying this ever since, you know, it was apparent Le'Veon wasn't showing up. I feel like the offensive line is going super hard for James Conner right now. They want to see him, you know, get the – not like they're not going to block for Le'Veon if he comes back, but now I feel like the offensive linemen are, are blocking angry uh, this year with James Conner uh, running behind him. So I wanted to give him the whole setup. I wanted to set up that Le'Veon situation and say, the reporters know, we've, we've heard this report, that you did talk to Le'Veon after the Browns game. And you told reporters, you're not going to go into details of that. That's fine. We're not going to pry there. But we need to know, <laughs> what did Le'Veon say about your hair? And then he, he, he by the way, is this going to make, uh, is this ESPN? Is this like breaking news? I Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't cut in already. I feel like when a lot of NFL players, you know, go on <laughs> their radio shows or call a radio station and they say something that is headline worthy, mm-hmm. I feel like we may have one today. James Conner talks to Le'Veon Bell, not about his haircut. Uh, Jen tweets us here. Mikey and Bob, great interview with James Conner. All my questions asked and answered about his hair. Matt tweets, I'd love to know the first thing James Conner said to himself or anyone around him after he got off the phone with you guys. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I, I imagine James Conner's at least heard our show before. He knew what he was getting into. Uh, James Conner's been around here long enough. There's no... We're, we... For as long as James Conner has been in this area, he knows what he's getting into. He he knows. Yeah, he knows of us or has somehow stumbled upon our show at some point. He probably knew coming in, and I'm sure maybe he was set up with, "Hey, don't expect a lot of football from these guys." <laughs> uh, yeah, Patrick tweets here too. I wonder if James Conner just got off the phone with Mikey and Bob and was like, "WTF." 
Uh, but see, those guys are stuck all week. Like every question asked to them is just about football and the, the same questions over and over and over and over again. Yeah. James, I, I figure we're refreshing. I feel like James Conner had passion when talking about his hair. And listen, I got to say, I think the breaking headline from the James Conner interview, I think it is, that is James Conner's haircut. He completely broke down why he has that style haircut yeah. where it's, you know, it's tight. The lines are tight up front, two lines over the top in the flowing party in the back. And I, I thought, cause I didn't, we didn't see this haircut. You know, I knew his hair was a little longer in the back. We didn't see this haircut going into Cleveland. Mm-mm. And when he took off his helmet, I mean, he became a meme. He was a meme. It was all over. National outlets were like James Conner's haircut, right? That's like NFL season, pregame's going on. Everyone stop and look at James Conner's hair. It's different. Yo, all on purpose. All because he just wants to get fresh. That, listen, I I 100% thought that we were going to have James Conner on today and he was going to say, listen, the offensive line wanted to cut my hair for me. They wanted to style it since they were going to be blocking for me. And like I told some, them, yeah, go ahead. Hazing or something. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. All James Conner. He completely broke down the hair. Okay, well, well first I started, I just wanted it to be that flow like coming out of the back of my helmet. I like the way that looks. So at first I was just going to grow the back and let it hang. and uh, But I like a low cut the way it looks in the front. So I was like, well, that's the easy fix. So I'll keep it low in the front and I'll have it long in the back. And then uh, just going to keep switching up with different designs. Right now I got like two fades. It's like one fade in the beginning, going into another fade into the long hair. So, um, you know, just wanted to switch it up. So uh, we'll see. I told people they got to stay tuned for, you know, what could I get next? Breaking headline also, I, I believe, from our James Conner eight-minute hair conversation. James Conner is switching the designs up this year. Whoa. Anything is possible. I mean, listen. Not, I gotta be hey, honest. Not, breaking news. Not just one fade. Two fades. I got to be honest. I... I was a little lukewarm about this Steelers season. I'm very unsure about this Steelers season, especially after a tie in Cleveland. I am jacked right now. I am excited to see the future of James Conner's hair this Steelers season. Uh, Grace tweets us here. I love it when you guys have players on the station. Love the interview with James Conner. All about hair. It was great. Uh, Beaches tweets here. Is it just me or is anyone else thinking James Conner shouldn't change his hair? Uh, listen, I don't, we learned a lot about James Conner's hair. And I got to be completely honest. I am riding with James Conner. Mm-hmm. He likes the look up front and he likes it in the back. And then to throw some designs in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. And uh, we told you we were going to do it. And we did it. I hope you all enjoyed it. Eight minutes of hair talk with the Steelers nice. starting running Just back nice. James Connor on the show. Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss. It is the uh, morning freak show. Penguins training camp starts today, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, man. It's just that season. It's time. Whew. Exciting, man. Steelers at home, uh, home opener. Uh, Sunday versus the uh, versus the Chiefs. You watch any of that Bengals Ravens weird Thursday night game last night? No, no, I really didn't. Uh, Bengals won thirty four to twenty three. It's a big AFC North game. Andy Dalton for the Bengals four touchdowns, no interceptions. Three of them to that wide receiver Ooh. AJ Green. So, hey, Bengals are in first place two and zero. Steelers and Browns got that weird tie. 
So we'll see what they do versus uh, Kansas City on uh, Sunday. Uh, by the way, uh, your chance at Steelers tickets coming up in about 10 minutes here if you want to actually go to the game on Sunday. So stick around for that. We've had a lot of people uh, send us this video out of Australia. Uh, headline is Fighting Pythons Drop from Ceiling in Family's Home. Snake Catcher Captures Attack in Live Video. All right. Well, here's something straight out of a nightmare. Two fighting pythons dropping from the ceiling into an Australian family's home. A snake catcher uh -uh. captured this during a Facebook no Live video. These pair have been a bit naughty. People often mistake this as mating. Okay. Uh, people mistake the snakes fighting as mating. Hold on, I don't want to breathe. These came out of the ceiling of these people's home. Uh, yes. In the video, there is a hole in the ceiling that dropped out. It's like a vent or something up there. Yeah. And two pythons dropped from the ceiling. No. Onto the floor. And as the snake uh, whisper there is saying, people mistake it for mating. But really, it's two male snakes fighting. Uh, but it is combat. So they'll wrap around each other. Not mating. Snake combat. Hell no. Like, what? I'd rather there be mating happening. Would you? Yeah. Two angry snakes in my house trying to fight each other? Uh-uh. Take it outside. Listen, I've seen both. Outside. I've, I've, I've seen snake mating, and I've seen snake fighting. It's the same thing. W one ends with pleasure for both. In the mating. In the fighting, though, not so much. Wrestling uh, to compete and see who is... Um the strongest. All right, so they're fighting over a lady snake is what it is. They know she's around because she's left pheromones. Okay, so lady snake left the stink behind. So they sniffed out a lady snake in these people's house? Yeah. So there's another damn snake in the house? There's a lady snake waiting somewhere for the victor. Oh, and burn then, it down. And then snake mating happens. So it's this crazy-ass video of this lady just watching these two male cobras go at it. And get this, these two snakes are considered small. Okay, how small? For the area at about just over five feet long. Okay, okay, just over five foot uh, snake. Hell no. That's, that's small in Australia. The reason area. for the fight? A lady snake. Yep. No word this morning on the relationship status at the center of this snake love triangle. I'm out. See ya. Uh, yeah, I agree with that guy. I'm out. Actually, uh, there are certain moments in the show where we like to play this clip. Uh, there is a bishop. Uh, I believe it was, I don't know, Alabama, Mississippi or something. His name is Bishop Bullwinkle. At one point, he put this video on YouTube mm -hmm. of him singing a song uh, called uh, basically Hell No. And moments like this on the show, we like to bring in the bishop. Hell no, to the no, 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 hell to the no, hell to the no, to the no, 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 to the no, no, hell to the no, no, no. If you see two snakes drop from your ceiling and start fighting over a lady snake, Mikey and Bob, it is the 96-1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Uh, it's been a rough week in Pittsburgh for a lot of people. Family, uh, friends, acquaintances, fans of uh, Pittsburgh rapper, musician, just overall great guy, Mac Miller, mm -hmm. uh, passed away one week ago today at the age of, uh, of 26. Uh, we've been talking about Mac a lot on the show. And uh, that's not going to stop. Mac Miller was uh, 
you know, as Mac Miller was rising and Wiz Khalifa, uh, they both played a very important role, I think, in the success of our show. Yeah. They both embraced our show and would call our show a lot and be on our show as they were both rising and becoming the, you know, hip-hop giants that they both uh, had become. And we'd been playing uh, a lot this week of different moments there where Mac would call the show and we'd talk about just, I mean, Pittsburgh stuff. It, It was so easy to talk with Mac because he was just a Pittsburgh kid. Talk to him about the Steelers about Kennywood, about Permanis. It yeah. was so easy to talk to Max. So Shopping down in the strip for bootleg jerseys. like I hope everybody has enjoyed this week, best. just kind of us looking back on some of our uh, favorite Mac moments. It has been a tough week for a lot of people. Um, you know, I hope a lot of people are going back and rediscovering a lot of Mac Miller music that they used to listen to maybe. And I really hope a lot of people are... Um, you know, if you didn't give it a chance or, you know, maybe heard it on a first listen and you might not have liked it, go back and listen to Mac's last album because it's pretty musically incredible. And that kid was just so talented mm-hmm. uh, with the music he made. So I don't want to get super sad about it right now, though. I want to look back and just kind of reflect and play some of just maybe some of the happier Mac music. You know, we're getting towards the end of the show here on a Friday. Let's all enjoy some Mac Miller music. This is a message to uh, all of you who uh, don't believe. She warned you about. We 
just stormy now. Serving doors to a cloud, got an absorbing a style. Just be sure to this well. 6:30 in the morning and there still ain't signs of slowing down. Twin sisters getting wasted, so they both are down. It's going down. Thought I told you, man. If you tryna party, let me see you raise your There's hand. There's a party on Fifth Because one is tall and one is fat. It's the Kiss Morning Freak Show. Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss. It is the uh, Morning Freak Show. Christine tweets us here. Although Mac Miller wasn't uh, my generation, really, I became a little bit closer to him through Mikey and Bob's podcast this week. A Pittsburgh legend gone too soon. Yeah, definitely. You didn't really have to uh, know or love Max music to just respect the fact that he represented Pittsburgh, um, you know, whenever and wherever he uh, he could. Uh, Penguins training camp has begun. I mean, it is hockey time. Wow. That's amazing. I saw Josh Yoey, our buddy here from The Athletic, just tweeting out, Camp is only a few minutes old, but I've got to say, Daniel Sprung is skating with Sidney Crosby, and it doesn't exactly look out of place. Oh, my God. The way he shoots the puck is just a little bit different. Let's go, Yoey! Let's go! Put that in a can and crack one open and douse it all over me! Let's go! We're only minutes into camp. Let's go! 
Sprog's looking good with Sid in just a couple minutes of camp. It's like breaking news Woo! report. It's like breaking camp. Woo! Sprung and Sid. Woo! Pour it in a funnel and let me chug it, Yoey. Penguins breaking camp news. I love it. I'm excited for hockey season. Let go, pins. Uh, did you see this uh, tweet here from our friend Natalie? Huh. Had a date last night, spent a good 15 minutes comparing our favorite Mikey and Bob show moments. Well, I mean, that is a solid start to a relationship. If it happens to go that far, invite us to the wedding. That's all I'm saying. That is a good start. Uh, T. Birdie just tweeting here. Uh, Why did I just see a Matt Mertz plumbing uh, van on my job in Squirrel Hill? And I said to the uh, man, Matt Mertz, drains clogs... Backed up logs, cats, and dogs, and the driver just started laughing at me. It's okay. They know. They know. They understand. They know. (laughs) Free movie Friday here on the station uh, with our friends at Adam Tickets. The Adam Tickets app lets you browse movie titles, buy tickets, invite friends, pre-order concessions, all from your phone. Skip the lines. And today, Adam Tickets wants to give you a chance at free movie tickets. All you have to do is text the word ZEBRA, Uh Z-E-B-R-A, text the word ZEBRA, to A-T-O-M-1. Yep. That's 28661. Adam 1. Text the word zebra to A-T-O-M-1 for your chance to win. Standard uh, data and text message rates may apply. What is even out this weekend? The Predator. The new Predator movie's out. White Boy Rick, man. Uh, right, White Boy Rick movie about that kid selling selling drugs. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. All right. Uh, big weekend, though. Steelers home opener. First the Chiefs, 1 p.m. Sunday. If you're not near a TV, you can hear the game on WDVE. So that's fun. Uh, if you missed anything from our show, you can get caught up, stream, and download full episodes of the show. It's our podcast. I mean, if you missed Hair Chat today. Unbelievable. I mean, really, one of our shining moments is a radio show. Seriously. We had Steelers starting running back James Conner on our show. A lot to ask him about. Could have gone a lot of different ways. I got to be honest. If we would have really talked to him about Le'Veon Bell, we might have had something show-worthy that made it like national onto ESPN and everything. However, we talked to him about his hair for eight minutes. Oops. Oh, well. We figured that hair out, though. (laughs) I know more about James Conner's hair right now Mm -hmm. than, oh, yeah, I did did earlier this Mm -hmm. morning. I mean, full Mm -hmm. breakdown of James Conner's hair. So if you missed that, that is up on the, uh, the podcast. You can get caught up all weekend or subscribe to our Mikey and Bob YouTube channel. Got the video up there already. Uh. Yeah, is that it? We got anything else? To I think answer? we're okay. All right, thank you guys for listening this week. We really appreciate your love and support Friends. because it's amazing that they pay us to come in here and do yep. this every morning. We love you, Pittsburgh. Thank bye. you, bye. PSTHD Pittsburgh. Let's go. This is On Air with Ryan Seacrest. It's going to be a weekend. It is going to be a weekend. <laughs> yes, it is. So-